Welcome to episode number 212, Mortality, the Perfect Plan. I'm your host, Damon Soka. Those of you who have listened for some time already know that I have somewhat of an eventful, I've had somewhat of an eventful life. Bipolar disorder, anxiety disorder, major, major depressive disorder, a few autoimmune diseases, and the natural bumps and bruises of life. Now, I've also been healed of bipolar and major anxiety disorder, and at times partially healed of the depressive symptoms and my autoimmune disorders. Mine and my family's life has been really full of trials and trouble, but yet blessings beyond measure. The Lord simply has not made it easy on us. Several of my children also suffer with mental health concerns, and yet we live a joyful, happy life in the gospel of the Savior. Now, with all that I have witnessed, felt, and experienced, I had often wondered, why mortality? To say that mortality is the perfect method of refining celestial beings and exalting them in families really seems foreign. And yet, our Father is perfect, our Savior is perfect, and so we must consider His plan for mortality perfect. Our Father is omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent, which means He sees all. Now, this is incredibly important to understand. Our Father in Heaven could have organized mortality in any way He so chose. And yet, what we see, feel, and experience physically and spiritually is what He has created. And so the conclusion must be that mortality is the perfect proving grounds, the perfect refining fields, and the only real method by which exaltation can occur. There exists no better plan or method. What we see is what we get, and what we get is perfect. And yet, from the perspective of mortality and living in it, it does not often feel that way. Why must mortality be as we see it, with all the ugliness of pride, prejudice, and pain? Why, why must we struggle to find peace every minute of every day, perhaps for the rest of our lives? Why does it need to be so difficult? And what purpose could possibly be found in battling a mental illness throughout one's life? What perfect design would incorporate so much evil and yet could produce so much righteousness? Now, we first must understand that the Lord is omniscient, or his ability to see all things, including those of the future. One cannot have a perfect plan unless one's ability is to predict the path and end result of every person. And not just every person, but every environmental event that would occur throughout history. If you cannot see the end from the beginning, you cannot provide for exaltation for every individual that would inherit the earth. The reason is they might do something that would place them beyond exaltation, and you would be unable to rescue them and return them to a path that would lead to exaltation. To lead a person to exaltation, you must be able to see the path to get them there from the very beginning to the very end. Thus, the only thing that would hold an individual back from exaltation would be their own poor choices. When they come to judgment and the books are open, the Lord will show each individual, all of us, all the opportunities that were provided for our exaltation. And we will admit that they, that we knew and simply did not take choice or take the advantage. Now, I'm close to finishing the Book of Mormon again this year and just finished Christ's several visits to the people of the Americas. In one of his closing remarks, he mentions something that many actually find troubling. He talks about the nature of the fourth generation from those who had seen him. 
Now this is found in the third chapter of Nephi 27, verse 32. It says, But behold, it sorroweth me because of the fourth generation from this generation. For they are led away captive by him, even as was the son of perdition. For they will sell me for silver and for gold, and for that which moth doth corrupt, and which thieves can break through and steal. Now why do so many people find it troubling? Because it can feel like destiny. It can feel if these souls are waiting in the premortal spirit world, were already judged to be unworthy of exaltation. Destiny is not the plan of the Lord. The simple truth is that destiny removes agency. Destiny leaves no room for choice. It is as if the Lord planted a specific plan or route in our brain that we must follow, and that our resurrection to the various kingdoms is not by choice, but by a pre-marked path we cannot escape. And this is simply not true. When I read these prophecies, I always try to remember to include a phrase. After all the opportunities I will give these individuals, they will still choose a different path. Now, we will get to the idea as to why they choose a different path. The key to understanding prophecy is that the Lord continually provides a pathway to exaltation. And we have the opportunity through our moral, mortal trials and testing to choose each of these opportunities. We have full agency and opportunity. The Lord simply knows us well enough to know what path we will eventually choose. When we think of mortality or our journey here, we tend to think about it in very limited terms. We tend not to see it as an extension of our pre-mortal existence. We more often think of it in isolation. Now, naturally so, as we have a veil over our minds. But mortality does not exist in isolation. We are spiritual beings living a mortal existence. If Christ knew that the fourth generation of Nephites were going to turn away from his gospel, then he must have known these spirits intimately in the pre-mortal life. He knew each one of them, and what would happen when each came to earth and interacted within a community. He knew who would reject his gospel and who would live it more fully, and everyone in between. The question is, couldn't the Father find some pathway that we could choose, given his knowledge of us, some combination of events that would exalt every son and daughter? The actual answer is no. What we find is that the Father and Savior consistently provide the best pathway in our lives, given our choices and circumstances. That path is consistently open to us every day, week, month, and year. To say anything different would be to say that the Lord prefers one child over another. And that is not true. He loves each of us completely and wholly. He always provides a pathway to exaltation, an individual pathway for each of us. Understand that the pathway the Lord provides is not some general path He provides every person. Each of our paths is individually tailored to our needs and our desires. He knows us deeply and individually, and the opportunity He provides is individualized to our spiritual nature, that nature we possessed when we came to this mortal earth. It is because of our pre-mortal life that the Savior knows precisely what to provide for us in mortality. He always provides a path with the greatest opportunity for success and for our greatest happiness. Now, if we assume that every individual is provided a perfect pathway in mortality, then we must consider the mortality we currently see as part of that pathway. If we have a mental illness, then it was part of the plan. If we made choices that led us to mental health problems, 
While we might have rejected an opportunity to avoid mental illness, the Lord can still use our choice to our benefit. He can make our mistakes part of the path of experience. That is, if we choose to take the opportunity He provides to make those mistakes learning experiences. In other words, we choose to repent and move forward on His terms. If we do not repent of these misadventures in life, they eventually provide a pathway that does not lead to exaltation. Eventually, the opportunity door the Lord provides closes, and we are judged based on our actions. Repentance is not an eternal thing in the sense that we can repent forever. We are within a probationary time frame where the merits of the atonement and repentance are provided. At the end of that probationary period, that door closes, and those open doors and opportunities will shut permanently for us. But what I am trying to state, in perhaps far too many words, is that our life has been planned meticulously. No detail was left to chance. The Lord knows us completely and continues to provide opportunities even when we do not listen to Him. This means for me that my mental illness, autoimmune diseases, were actually part of the plan. They have a design and a purpose. Although I admit that many times I do not see that purpose in the slightest. Mental illness would be detrimental to my exaltation, the Lord would never have given it to me. He cannot. That would be against what he has said, but it would also be very unjust to give me something that would leave me out of exaltation, and that is something something the Lord cannot do or be. So my life circumstances have been provided to my benefit, and that is true to every person who is living upon the earth. Now, many struggle to see how living in a refugee camp or growing up in an abusive home, having an abusive spouse, or the many other evils could be what the Lord provided for us. The Lord allows for evil as he must. He must allow others to choose their opportunity or another path, often evil. When they choose another path, including that evil one, he cannot interfere with that decision but he can provide a healing path for the one who is injured, a path where one is completely healed from any harm caused by another, meaning the Lord can and does make up for the evil choices of another that would affect our exaltation. He does not allow another person to derail our chances at living as he does. That is part of the atonement of the Savior, and it is given as a free gift to those who choose to take it. Can another's evil actions derail us? Certainly, happens all the time. But not if we choose the many opportunities the Lord gives. He gives healing and greater opportunity to those who live under difficult circumstances and an abundant amount of mercy and are deeply affected, those individuals who are deeply affected by the evils of another person. The Lord always makes up the difference. That is the key to understanding our illness, our life here in mortality, and our eventual opportunity for exaltation. The Lord will provide if we continue to accept the choices afforded us by His atonement. Yes, that means He fully understands the nature of our illness and allows it to occur to teach us valuable lessons. But those lessons don't become lessons unless we continue to choose the Savior's path. Now, I've always loved 1 Nephi chapter 17 of the Book of Mormon. It's here that we find the greatest clarity on this particular type of subject. Nephi, Laman, and Lemuel have each traveled the exact same course to a small oasis they called Bountiful. They have traversed the same sandy, inhospitable Sinai Peninsula over a period of eight years. 
They've had serious privations and trials and troubles that come to a nomadic family. However, each of them viewed that road very differently. Nephi saw and seized the opportunities and blessings he received during that journey. And Laman and Lemuel saw no value whatsoever. Their difficulties and their opportunities did not seem to them as opportunities, but simply a painful road that didn't have to be. They could have been happy in Jerusalem rather than hiking a dusty trail. Their happiness was not this pathway that the Lord not was not in the pathway the Lord had chosen. Their happiness was in a past life they had been forced to leave. The Lord's chosen pathway for us is not likely going to be some beautiful vista along a high mountain path that never changes elevation and is consistently warm and sunny. This is the Laman and Lemuel idea of Jerusalem. When I say opportunities for exaltation, I mean experiences that we need for exaltation. Those type of experiences are, for the most part, through muddy, cold, rain-filled bogs, trails that are steep, and winding with little view of the path ahead. That trail may include occasional beautiful mountain vistas, coupled with the knowledge that another mountain exists and that our trail continues through another steep valley. This also means that the fog will eventually lift and that the cold wind will eventually be warm and pleasant. The Lord's opportunities are rarely easy, and that is why we each suffer at times in the way we do. The Lord has chosen for us a difficult path, and we are asked to walk it. We are asked to walk it to the best of our capability and ability. We are not asked to walk it alone, as the Savior will provide ample company for us. But we must walk it. Our steps must be our own, our choices must be our own, and the pathway our own. The key in all of this is to remember that the Lord knows what we need for exaltation. And if our pathway leads through mental health challenges then with the Lord's help, we do our best. Now, I am going to switch things up and be a little more personal. Sometimes in our lives, the Lord is going to allow us to see ahead on that path. We must travel. And that might be a difficult moment for us. But it also might take make the pathway a little easier to bear. Now, just this morning, I was preparing for church and was doing my normal pondering. Really, I just turn on some spiritual music and listen while I get ready. It helps at times, revelation to flow if the Lord has something I need to hear or if I had a question. This morning, I had one of those moments of revelation that I admit was perhaps more difficult to hear, but for me, it was needed. I was listening to a song, and the words of that song began to feel as though the Lord had something he needed me to hear. Often when this happens, the words become clear, as if someone else is speaking them. Now, as I listened, I could feel the intent of what the Lord wanted me to hear. Uh, Lately, I've been praying for several weeks that I might receive help and healing. I wanted to be done for a season. Now, I have no doubt each of you might have done the same. My personal method is to ask the question and then really to wait for the Lord to answer. Now, my answer doesn't come in the same way or time, but the Lord eventually lets me know the answer in some way or form. This morning, the answer in that song was unmistakable. For now, no healing and maybe not for the rest of your life. Now, that was disappointing. But the song also noted that I would have what I needed, and the Lord would provide strength as I needed it to accomplish my work on the earth. The weaknesses I possessed would not hinder me to accomplishing my mission or doing those things I needed to do, nor would it cause me to miss out on my exaltation, as long as I continued to choose the Lord's path for me. Yes, I was disappointed, 
but in some ways comforted in the answer. One of the most important things about Revelation is that we must accept all of it. We cannot pick and choose what we hear from the Lord, although I admit we are tempted from time to time, as I might have been this morning. That is the answer to a continual receiving a revelation, that we accept all the Lord has to give. Now, today I hope in my rambling discussion that you get one thing out of it, that the Lord is intimately involved in your life and your path. He is consistently providing opportunities for exaltation according to our ability and capacity. While our mental illness may feel problematic and counterproductive at times, you are in the Lord's hands. Often accepting that you are in His hands will bring you far greater peace, understanding, and happiness. May the Lord bless you this week to see Him. Until next week, do your part so that the Lord can do His.